Hello, moms, dads, and kids. The Believing Kids Network is glad to bring to you Read Along With Me podcast. Our vision is to show kids, also known as twins, how to practically apply the scriptures in the different scenarios that they might face in life. The end goal is for twins to begin to see the scriptures as a living applicable manual for their lives. So join me today on this exciting treasure hunt of the scriptures where the Holy Spirit leads us to the gold. My name is Ife Freeman and I'm the host of this podcast series. Hello once again. Thank you for joining me today. Today is Good Friday. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why it has been referred to as a good day? I mean, Jesus was killed on Good Friday, right? So why is that exactly good for us? (laughs) I know, right? Another interesting question is what do you really know about Easter? I mean, for us yesterday, we went on like an Easter egg hunt in church. And, you know, right here where we are, Easter is all about Easter eggs. <laughs> and um, where I come from in Nigeria, it's actually about lots of food. You go to church a lot and it's about entertaining guests. You've got, and I said you go to church a lot. So you go to church on Good Friday, you go on Saturday, you go on Sunday, you go on Monday. <laughs> and yeah, that was how I grew up. So I mean, what's Easter to you? And um, yes, like I said, I was in church today too with my kids and there was sort of like an Easter presentation or drama. It was the same story. So just in case you feel like you're listening to the same story every year, um, have an open mind that you're going to learn something because I actually learned something different this time. And I'll tell you what I learned. It became increasingly clear to me that there was a debt that I owed. There was something that I had done that I didn't even know I had done (laughs) as a result of what Adam had done. And now it has been totally paid because Jesus died on the cross and rose again. But let me explain it using the scriptural story. (laughs) Yes, Adam and Eve sinned. And as we've always told you, there are consequences for actions. This sin made them and the whole world to lose that one relationship with God. You know, imagine that how you have the one-on-one talk with your dad. When you see your dad, you can talk to him, you can talk to your mom. That was how Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. And because they ate that fruit, they somehow lost it because there are consequences for actions, right? And, you know, going through the scriptures, if you read the book of Exodus, there was always that attempt that God made to bring man or rather human beings back to God. He was trying to bring us to restore us. The word is restore. You know, when you're trying to change something back to the way it used to be. And, you know, in Exodus, God told the Israelites about sacrificing a goat or a ram or a pigeon anytime they did something wrong. And remember I said, and I'll keep repeating it, there are consequences for actions, right? I'm sure you've experienced that at home. There are times that you might have done something and you've apologized, but the consequence still follows on. And we'll be discussing this more because sometimes you feel like, I mean, I'm sorry, so why am I still going through this, you know? And um, going back to our scriptural story, um, the sacrifice, 
helped humans to get back in the good books with God. Basically, because they've done something wrong. God cannot stand sin. He can't stand stand it when people eat such a holy God. And he can't stand it when you consistently do the wrong thing. So when you do the wrong thing, one of the things that you have to do to be able to bridge that gap is to sacrifice a goat or a ram. Really, that's what happened then, right? <laughs> However, God realized that this was not sufficient. I mean, killing goats anytime they did something wrong never really prevented them from repeating the same thing. And imagine if you had someone who consistently does the same thing. Does it really look like they are apologetic? No. So God made another plan. In fact, it was an incredible plan. <laughs> And that plan was that a sacrifice had to be made once and for all, not just several times with lots of goats. And it had to be a human sacrifice that would link us back to God and get us back to being in that close relationship with him. Maybe not fully like Adam and Eve, you know, in the Garden of Eden. But guess what? (laughs) It's even better. Because imagine if we're all in the Garden of Eden and we needed to talk to God. Will there be a cue or something? I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. (laughs) However, what Jesus did when he died, because he's the Son of God, he gave you access to God so you can now talk to him when you wake up in the morning, when you are in school or wherever you are. But one lesson I'd like you to take from here is that God took the step in mending the broken fence in the relationship between himself and humans despite the fact that it was Adam who made that first mistake. And what does that teach you today? And yeah, just think about this. Imagine you had a friend that upset you. What they've done to you is actually wrong. You told them, you don't like it when people talk about your handwriting. I actually had a horrible handwriting. I think I still do. (laughs) And somehow they went in front of the class and said, ha ha, have you seen Toby's writing? It looks like chicken scratches. And everyone in class burst into laughter and they started laughing. They were teasing you. Of course, you felt so upset by this because this person knew what was going to hurt you and he actually did it, right? So after they've done this, you approach them and you tell them, what you did to me was wrong. I told you I didn't like this and you still did this. And they respond with, well, sorry anyways. And then you leave school get back to school the next day and you say hello to them and they're actually giving you attitude i mean they did something wrong right and then they are giving you attitude imagine that but that's what happened and basically for me my first reaction really will be to walk away from people like that however that's not what god did he was the one who bridged that gap between the offender which is humans and himself wow isn't that so noble So a question for you today is how can you show love to others who have actually wronged you today? I mean, and secondly, how is your access to God? Have you ever told God that you are sorry for all the things you've done wrong and you are ready to build a relationship with him? Or are you that person who says sorry then goes back and does that thing again? You know, like things like do not lie and stuff like that. Now, because Romans chapter 3, in case you feel that you didn't do anything wrong, Romans chapter 3 verse 23 and 24 says that all people have sinned and are not good enough for God's glory. 
people are made right with God by his grace, which is a free gift. So they are made right with God by being made free from sin through Jesus Christ. And I'm reading from the International Children's Bible. So what Adam and Eve did actually made you a sinner. And that's why you find it easy to do those things that are wrong, you know, and it cut off your access to a loving father. It cut off that one-on-one relationship to him. But when Jesus Christ died and rose up, he gave us that opportunity to be able to come back to him when we repent, when we say we are sorry. So if you are ready to mend that fence and actually have that one-on-one relationship with him and actually get to that point where you are not consistently doing what is wrong, I'd like you to say this prayer with me. Dear God, Forgive me for all the wrong that I might have done, knowingly or unknowingly. Please give me a white slate, a clean slate, to begin again with you and build a strong relationship with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. So you can read more about East. I'm pretty sure you know the different parts to read in the Bible. But this is your take home for this weekend. Mark chapter 14 from verse 32 to 72. Mark 15 and Mark 16. Whoa, (laughs) that looks like a lot of work, right? But you've got the whole weekend. And yes, you'll probably also hear this in church when you get to church. So um, that brings us to the end of our treasure hunt today. But we've actually not done our confessions, right? (laughs) So we are going to repeat the confessions and it's going to be the same confessions we had on Tuesday. So say with me and remember to always impute your name where I put my name, which is Ife. So you put your name there. So yes, our confessions. And Ife does not live anymore. It is Christ living within me, Ife. I still live in my body, but I live by faith in the Son of God because the Son of God loved me and he gave himself to save me. Thank you for joining me. Do not forget to tell your parents to subscribe to my channel so that they automatically receive the activities for the week. Have a lovely Easter. Bye.